The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. And on the rebound, on the floor, Schneider able to get it, and then Kennesaw outlet pass to Shukai. Shukai trying to go all the way to the other end, does and scores. Chance for a three-point play, put a good cross over there. Tonight, it's the final tune-up before the Christmas break as the Amherst Broncos battle the Kennesaw Blue Devils. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. They get it to Tom and Hines, back to Eckhout, to Adelung, playing a little weave up top here, a minute 10 to go, a long three, Braden Eckhout hits it and we are tied. 12 in the quarter for Braden Eckhout. Both boys teams are preseason ranked and undefeated coming into tonight's matchup. The girls teams are off to good starts as well, each winning four times this month. It's the Blue Devils and Broncos coming up next. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with Classic Hits and Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back to Amherst as the Broncos playing host to Kennesaw in a girl-boy doubleheader. The girls game decidedly in uh, favor of uh, the uh, visitors. Kennesaw rolled very comfortably 60-27. to Boys game, it's going to be a little bit uh, tighter affair in this one as Amherst will come in undefeated, but so is Kennesaw. Amherst averages about 77 points per ball game. Uh, Kennesaw right there in terms of scoring, maybe a little bit less than that, but they still have plenty of uh, firepower as uh, for the uh, Blue Devils. Um, uh, they'll get plenty of uh, points uh, from uh, uh, the combinations. I find my sheet here from Preston Snitzler. Snitzler with 19 points. He's averaging 19 a game. And uh, Carson Woodman down low. 6'4 center. He's averaging a little bit over 10 points and about 10 rebounds per ball game. So, again, some size for Kennesaw that's going to be an assist to them. And for Amherst, it's all going to be about speed. There's going to be a lot of quickness out there for the Broncos. They're not a real tall team, but they do like to press. They like to shoot the three. They go in transition. Kennesaw is athletic enough that they can kind of keep up with that, plus a little bit of size for Kennesaw as well. We anticipate a great matchup. 6-0 Amherst taking on 5-0 Kennesaw in what we hope to be a very good game here from Amherst. And we're excited to be with you on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed. And chemical. We're going to step away for a moment while we come back. The starters for the Broncos and the Blue Devils when we come back to Amherst right after this timeout. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. 
CHS, resources for enriching lives. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Amherst. Right now, it's time to give you our starting lineups. And, of course, the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the visitors from Kennesaw. They'll be in the road blue uniforms with the white numbers, letters, and a little bit of blue trim in there as well. So the, uh, the uh, Blue Devil logo on the pant leg. Their starting lineup will be Tyson Burr, a 5'9 sophomore, and uh, Burr on the year is uh, averaging about seven points per ball game. As, again, as we mentioned, undefeated on the year. Priston Snitzler also will make the start. He's a 5'9 senior. He's averaging 19.2 points per ball game. Keaton Harpin is 5'10 and a senior. Harpin is averaging about 2.8 points per ball game to go with about four and a half rebounds a game as well. Will Gallagher is just a sophomore, but he'll start as well at 6'3". And Gallagher is averaging four points and about four and a half rebounds as well. Carson Woodman, a 6'4 senior, will start at center. And Woodman is averaging about 10.6 rebounds, uh, excuse me, about 10.6 points per ball game and about eight rebounds uh, a contest as well. So again, some size, as we mentioned, for Kennesaw. They'll go 6'4, 6'3, and uh, uh, again, that, that, that size is something that Amherst just doesn't really have. But what they do have is a lot of quickness and a lot of basketball savvy. Starting things off where the point guard position is the 5'9 junior, Trevor Adelung for Amherst. Adelung is averaging about 16 points a ball game. Hold neck out a 6'1 sophomore is averaging about 11 points a contest. Trey Tobenheim, not only a pretty good quarterback, but a good basketball player. He's averaging 11.8 points a game. He's a 5'11 senior. Braden Eckout, six-foot-tall senior, and Braden is averaging 15.8 points per ball game and about two and a half rebounds in contest as well. Peyton Call, a 6'2 senior, will make the start, and Call is averaging about 7.8 points and 8.5 rebounds per ball game. So it's Adelung, Eckout, uh, Eckout, Tobenheim, and Call for Amherst and head coach Bill Giffen. Again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, 
the Better Bank in Kearney. We'll take another break here. We'll wrap up our New Tech Seed pregame show. We come back to Amherst right after this timeout. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You want the best, you demand the best, and the Carrier Infinity System is the best. Higher efficiency means higher savings on your energy bill. With an Infinity System, you control temperature, humidity, air quality, fan speed, ventilation, the entire system. The Carrier Infinity System allows you to enjoy a more consistent temperature throughout your home. Call today to learn more about this customized comfort system tailored to your home from Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. And welcome back here to Amherst as we wrap up the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Found to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Kennesaw introduced just moments ago in their road blue uniforms, in their home whites. The Broncos are being introduced as well. It says Broncos in uh, that gray with a little bit of uh, red outline over the front. Good-looking jersey. Hard to see the Broncos, but the numbers really pop out because they're in that red with just a little bit of black outline on there uh, as well. So we're all set and ready to go. And uh, we'll be uh, doing the jump in here in just a second for Kennesaw. It'll be Will Gallagher, and he'll be going against uh, Eckhout here. And the tip is in the air, and it's going to be controlled by Kennesaw. So possession arrow will point to Amherst, but the Broncos back on defense here is around the perimeter. Harpham has it. Harpham, top of the circle, giving up for Will Gallagher. Entry pass down low, a little bit low on the pass, so that's a tough shot for Burr. Burr's shot won't go, and the Broncos going to run on the uh, rebound. They missed the shot, so both teams have a good look at it. As Eckhout couldn't get it, and in transition, here comes Kennesaw. Kennesaw goes right at him. Burr's shot. Won't fall. Another rebound. Another long outlet pass. Another layup here for Holden Eckhout. And this time, it's good. And that allows them to put the, uh, the pressure on. So Kennesaw and Amherst to swapping uh, opportunities here. Here's a pass that's going to be deflected just at the last second. Goes off Williger's shoulder and out of bounds. Nice job there defensively by Trey Tobenheim to deflect it. And Kennesaw will turn the ball over. 
So Amherst up early, 2-0. They'll get the basketball back. They kick off here left side for Holden Eck out. And uh, Holden gave it away. Now gets it back. Holden in the lane. Going to kick out. Open for the three. Is going to be Peyton Call. Calls three. Won't go. And the rebound going to be saved there by Amherst. They'll kick here right wing for Braden Eck out. Braden throws it back door. Cut for Adelong. And Adelong will score. Adelong gave it away. Came off a screen. And now he forces the turnover. Outlet pass over Tobenheim. Tobenheim is going to drive. Tobenheim is going to take it up and in. Trey Tobenheim gets the bucket out for the turnover. Kennesaw has turned it over a couple of times here. That one turns into points, and now the uh, Broncos will go full-court pressure here. Carson Woodman gets it inbounded to him. They'll throw it up ahead here for Gallagher. Gallagher in transition. His long two-pointer is going to be no good, and rebound taken out by the Broncos. Another rebound here by Peyton Call. Call is going to help kick it out here for Eckout. Eckout's three-pointer, no good. Another rebound here for Kennesaw. That's pulled down by Woodman, and they'll work it up ahead. And Kennesaw facing that pressure. Will Gallagher tries to step around it, and he's going to take an extra step to do so, and that'll be a turnover. The Amherst Broncos, right now, their defense is uh, getting the job done as they force another turnover. So six minutes to go, six minutes, six points here for Amherst, and they've got the basketball again. Peyton Call, top of the circle, gives it for Adelung. Adelung going to flip the ball back out here for Trey Tobenheim. Back to Adelung. He's going to skip it off in the corner over there for Holden. Holden neck out, gets the ball down low for Call. Call's going to kick it out here for Tobenheim for Braden neck out. Braden gives it back inside for Holden neck out. Shot's going to be no good, and Kennesaw pulls down the rebound after the miss. They want to run. They get up ahead here for Gallagher. Gallagher kicks it out. Three-pointer for Snitzler is going to be no good, and the rebound by Holden Eckout. Holden will help get it off here right side for Peyton Call. Call is going to fire a three. That's no good, and rebounded in the corner for Kennesaw. With the bound is Harpham, and now they'll slow it down as Preston Snitzler will bring it in the offensive end. Snitzler will cycle through after giving it to Gallagher. Pass is going to be deflected. I think it went off of Kennesaw's hands. No, it did not. That's just, it's going to be off of Amherst's hands, I thought. But it was last touched by Kennesaw, so that will be a turnover. And uh, nobody from Kennesaw has complained about that call. I thought there was a tip, but I think I'm the only one that thought he saw that. It is going to be Amherst basketball. Back out. Working some time off the clock here. And now they clear the lane for him. He'll float. Dribbles with the left, then shoots with the right. And Braden Eckhout floats from about eight feet away. He has his first points of the night. He gets the uh, the bucket there. And they'll drop back on defense. Directing traffic here is Preston Snitzler. Braden's on him. Snitzler now is going to run into holding that out as they switch off. They get it out to Burr, and Burr's going to hit a three. Tyson Burr that time just kind of dribbled himself into a little bit of rhythm and was able to shoot over the top of Riley Thompson, who checked in a little bit ago. Thompson has the dribble. Gets the ball back out here for Braden Eckout. Braden's going to fire a three, and he hits the three. That's not bad defense, but Braden Eckout just dribbled and was able to elevate. And Kennesaw is going to breathe the press. They pass it up ahead, and the bucket's going to be up and good here for Austin Anderson. So Anderson, running the floor, is able to lay it up and in, and the pace of the game, kind of what we anticipated, and that is a fast pace. Blake Kreitz is going to set a screen coming through here is going to be uh, Thompson. Shot's going to be no good. 
And the uh, rebound by Kennesaw uh, into the hands of uh, Woodman. So Woodman pulls down the rebound after the miss. And now top of the circle, here's Anderson. They enter it inside for Woodman. Woodman backing in, gets the bucket and the foul. He was able to back in there and lay it off the glass and hit on the arm by Holden Eckout. That's going to be Holden's first foul of the ballgame. So Holden Eckout with the foul, and we'll see whether or not Woodman can finish off the three-point play. It's his first point of the night, but he's got the and-one opportunity here. It's 11-7, three-and-a-half to go in quarter number one, and Woodman's second free throw, as free throw here is no good. The rebound was taken out by Kreitz. Driving here is Adelong. Last one across. Offensive rebound. Shots up and good for Peyton Call. And now Call will go to the line. So Peyton Call is able to make the putback. And now we'll see whether or not he can get the free throw to fall after Carson Woodman is called for the foul. So Call with the end one. And he's able to hit nothing but the bottom of the well. Riley Thompson out. Taylor killing in here for the Broncos. And Adelung will help direct traffic here as Kennesaw is going to face full court pressure. Harpum, long pass up ahead on the run is Denkert. And Denkert gets the bucket and foul. Great pet catch over the shoulder by Ryan Denkert. As Harpum threw it up there, he's able to drive to the basket. And he's got the uh, bucket here. And we'll see whether or not he can add on to it after the foul is uh, called on Killen. That'll be Killen's first. So again, Denkert at the free throw line, and his free throw is off the iron and no good. Rebounded by Amherst. More specifically, it's uh, rebounded by Eckhout. And Braden Eckhout got the... Uh, Rebound, and the three-pointer is being slapped around, and we've got a foul. It's going to be a push called here on Kennesaw. That'll be on Denker. That's his first. So on the baseline, Amherst to inbound it. Ball in the hand to Braden Eckhout. We'll get it off for Killen. Gives it off on that left side for Braden. Braden is going to fire a three-pointer. That's an air ball, but an offensive rebound. And the bucket's good for Peyton Call. So Peyton Call is able to make the putback, and it's a seven-point lead. Right wing with it is going to be Austin Anderson. Anderson gives it for Burr. Burr working against Adelong. He's going to drive, try that reverse layup, no good. Rebound, running through with it. Floater, good for Austin Anderson. Anderson is able to drive in there as he picked up the loose ball, and split in traffic here is going to be Adelong and Adelong. Hit on the arm. Point guard was last one to cross the timeline with the basketball, but they cleared out the lane for him, and Analog drove hard to the rack, tried a left-handed layup, which I've seen him make a many a time, but he's hit on the arm by uh, Chris Burris. That'll be Burris's first foul of the game, and Analog at the line, shooting two, and the first one is good. Three fouls against Kennesaw here in the early stages, two against Amherst. Here's the second free throw after making the first rattle along, and it's good. 
One of the best things about his game. And there's a lot of quality things for Adelong, but handles the ball well. And then if he gets to the free throw line, it's usually points. Jacob Weiler across the timeline. The sophomore facing pressure. Gave the ball away. Now gets it back. He's working against Trey Tobenheim. And they'll get it out here for Burr. They went for the steal, so Burr had an angle. He'll penetrate, kick it out for Weiler. Weiler's going to fire a three. Going to be no good. Long rebound. A long uh, pass after the rebound. And it's up and ahead here for Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim got the pass from Call after the rebound and got the bucket. It's now 2011. And an entry pass that's stolen away by Holdenek out or not. It's knocked loose and uh, last touch by Amherst. Braden Heck out going to check back into the game. As Killen will come out. Kennesaw is going to inbound on that far corner. That's going to be Tyson Burr. Long pass. Playing safety is uh, going to be Trey Tobenheim. Ball's knocked loose. Preston Snitzler went up high just to keep it away. Fell down. He was dribbling, and it rolled out of bounds, and that will be a Kennesaw turnover. So even though he didn't make the steal, Tobenheim still made the play here. Adelong across the timeline. Gives left wing for Trey Tobenheim. Trey looks to the inside there for Peyton Call. Nothing happening, so he'll back up. Tobenheim gives right wing here for Braden. Braden account has everybody cycle through. They get it on the uh, baseline there for Holden, and he'll hand the ball off, driving through and hitting it off glass is going to be Tobenheim. Nice pass for Holden Eckout. He got the ball posted up, kicked it to Tobenheim. Tobenheim shot over the top of him, and he made it 22-11. to 11. 11-point lead right now for the Broncos. Dribbling is going to be Snitzler. Snitzler, tough runner in the lane, no good. Rebound taken out. Dribbling with it is going to be Tobenheim. Tobenheim, drive, uh, excuse me, uh, Eckout drives, missed it, rebounded by Kennesaw, and Kennesaw is going to roll it up ahead here for Gallagher, and Kennesaw wants to call a timeout with 53 seconds to go in quarter number one. They could use a bucket. They're down by 11, 22 to 11. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back here at Amherst right after this timeout. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel seat dealer and welcome back to the nebraska land national bank broadcast booth here in amherst where right now the uh, broncos are in control over kennesaw 22 to 11 amherst back on defense as kennesaw inbounds it's snitzler giving it the burr on that right side burr has used it up and gives it back to snitzler top of the circle snitzler back to burr burr's going to fire a three in and out no good rebound tipped around and amherst is able to come up with a good look at the basket there but the rebound by Call, and they'll kick it up ahead here for Eckout. And Eckout will drain the three, hold an Eckout, scoring in transition. 25 to 11. Sitzner working against Eckout now. Gives it off for Burr, 16 seconds. Burr's going to take it in the lane. He's working against Adelong, and they'll kick the ball back out. Gallagher slaps it back around the perimeter. Now driving is going to be Snitzler. Snitzler picked up there by Trey Tobenheim. Off of a uh, screen, Snitzler dribbling to get around the defense. 
Dribbles it off of his leg and out of bounds. So a turnover here for Kennesaw. That's six turnovers for the Blue Devils. Adelon from 40 feet away at the buzzer. No good. Hit the back of the iron. He didn't miss that by much. It was a good look. And Amherst can't hit the uh, buzzer beater, but they have a comfortable lead as we head to the second quarter. It's 25-11. to 11. Broncos with the lead. We come back to Amherst right after this timeout. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Heartland Bank's history is embedded with the stories of many families. After all, we've been here as family farms and businesses have passed from one generation to another. Throughout the years, we've tried to demonstrate an involvement in the community that goes beyond the dollars and cents of banking. This history is testimony to our commitment to the economic, cultural, and social development of the communities we serve. Heartland Bank is a proud supporter of the area teams with a location near you. Heartland Bank, member FDIC. And welcome back here to the Nebraskaland National Bank broadcast booth in Amherst where the Broncos have a 25-11 to 11 lead and they also have the basketball to start the second quarter. They pull up a quick little jumper on that left wing. It's going to be no good on the uh, three-point attempt by Adelung, rebounded by Kennesaw. Kennesaw gets the ball down low, baseline drive, good for Snitzler. And now Snitzler will head to the line. Preston Snitzler with a tough drive on that left wing. Driving through some traffic, and they're going to call a uh, little reach here on Peyton Call. That is going to be his first foul of the game. And the free throw is up and good. So 25-14, that cuts the lead back down to 11. Kick out here for Adelung. He's open for the three. Can't get the shot to fall. Offensive rebound. Hold the neck out. It's good. Hold the neck out. Makes the putback. And he's got seven in the game. Long pass up ahead for Carson Woodman. Woodman, as they put the pressure on him, now he'll drive. He'll uh, step through the pressure and lays it up and in. That's a good bit of dribbling there for the big man as that ball fake kind of created just a little bit of space for him. Hold the neck out on the baseline. Kicks it out. Here's Braden for three. Braden, good look, but it's no good. And a rebound by Woodman. So here comes Kennesaw on the run. They'll fire a quick three-pointer on that left side. No good. And it uh, won't fall for Snitzler. Last touched by the Blue Devils, and it goes out of bounds. So, again, time of possession for these two teams. I bet both teams will... Shoot the ball with about 14 seconds on average throughout the course of the game. Here a little bit more time as they lob it down low for Holdenek out. Dangerous pass trying to set up for Peyton Call, and it's going to be turned over. Amherst tried to force that one in there. Dribbling out of trouble is going to be Burr. Burr, a little floater on that backside, going to be no good. And rebound for Eckout. Snagging the back. It's going to be Tobenheim. Tobenheim is going to kick it out here for Adelung. Adelung's going to drive. We'll flip and we'll score.
That was a pretty drive there as Adelon got the bucket. And so Adelon's free throw is up and good. So he will finish off the three-point play. And he's got seven in the game. It's 30-16 to 16 here. As Burr gets the ball up ahead for Carson Woodman. Woodman's going to drive. Woodman's going to float. And he's going to run into Peyton Call. And Call will collect the charge. Nice play there by Call. And after hitting the deck, uh, Carson Woodman is helped up by a couple of different Broncos. And that'll be a, a turnover against Kennesaw officially. Adelong on the dribble. They clean the lane. He's going to drive. He's going to float. He's going to score. Trevor Adelong floats up there. And he hits the bucket. Dribble in the lane. And uh, the ball is going to be last touch. Oh, not really kicked there by Trey Tobenheim, but it does go out of bounds. So here comes Snitzler, inbounding in the lane. A little floater up and good here. No, Harpham, it rattled out. Offensive rebound by Snitzler. Another offensive rebound this time by Burris, and Burris will score. Nice job there by Chris Burris to make the putback. As they did miss the shot, did Snitzler, but they kept it alive. Jumper for Amherst from that left side. That three-pointer is going to be no good. Another rebound by Woodman. And here come the Blue Jays, the uh, Blue Devils. Entry pass down low for Burris. Burris floater good. Chris Burris making his presence known, coming in the ball game, and hitting some shots, and it's now 32 to 20. Top of the circle, open for three. Is Hold neck out, and he's going to drain it. They just kind of in transition, worked it around the perimeter, and hold the neck out. Got the ball, fired in rhythm, and it's a 15 point Amherst lead. Burr up ahead for Burris. Back out for Snitzler. An NBA three. That's going to be no good. And the rebound for Adelong. Adelong throws it up ahead. Tobenheim. Bounce pass. Down low. Holding the neck out. Tough shot. No good. Snitzler with the rebound. Snitzler's going to have to slow it down a little bit. Give it to Harpham. Harpham and Snitzler are going to play catch. Right across the timeline with 4.20 to go before halftime. 35-20. Amherst in the lead. Off a screen. Off. Bouncing here is going to be Weiler. They get it in the lane here for Burris. Burris then had the ball stripped away. Another Kennesaw turnover. And up ahead here, Tobenheim can't come up with the pass, but it was tipped away from him. Last touch by Kennesaw. In transition, Adelung trying to make something happen. So 35-20, 4.02 to go. Still making some substitutions here as Kennesaw as Philip Quackenbush is going to come into the game. And on the baseline, tossing it in is going to be Braden out. Braden will throw it top of the circle. Get it out of here for Blake Kreitz. Kreitz, hands off for Adelung. Adelung takes it on that right side. Going to be picked up there man-to-man by Denkert. They get it uh, to Holden Eck out. Holden backing in, turning from about eight feet away and rolling it around the rim and in. 
pretty good defense, but holding Eck out, it didn't really bother him a whole lot. He's got 12 in the game. Top of the circle, Burr. Right wing now, Gallagher. Gallagher has used up his dribble for Kennesaw. He'll set a screen after giving it to Dankert. Dankert, top of the circle, flips it out, and Adelong's going to step in there and make the steal. Adelong tries the layup in traffic, and it's good. Trevor Adelong, after making that steal, got the bucket on the other end, and that's a nice basketball play from a good basketball player, Trevor Adelong. And now I think he might be fighting through a screen and commit the foul. That'll be the first foul on him. No, they're going to say that's a moving screen. I saw it out of the corner of my eye, so I don't have an opinion, but Philip Quackenbush is going to be called for the foul. So Kreitz checks into the ball game. He'll inbound the basketball to Trey Tobenheim. Also in the game, uh, Taylor Killen. Killen has his hands on it after the screen by Trey. Killen's going to kick the ball back out here for Trey. Cycling through. Also is Peyton Call who checked in. Dribbling Trey Tobenheim in traffic. And it's going to be a player control foul. Yeah. Had pretty good defense there. It wasn't one of those things where he, he was set, but he got banged into a couple of times. And the defense, you know, still has a right to be on the court as well. And that was a pretty good uh, position there for Quackenbush. And so it will be an offensive foul here on Trey Tobenheim. So Snitzler has it on that right side. Picked up man-to-man by Tobenheim. Here's the top of the circle here for Gallagher. Right side, Anderson is going to step back, drain a three-pointer. Nice job there by Anderson, draining the three-pointer, but he fell down, and Amherst had a chance to run the floor, but couldn't quite uh, realize it in time. Peyton Call gives it in the lane. Driving here is Killen. Killen kicks it out. Driving now is Riley Thompson, and we got a foul on the rebound. Nope, not on the shot. Kind of after the shot, actually, but Thompson's still in the act of shooting, I guess, so he's going to go line and shoot a couple. After Kennesaw's call for the foul, that's the first on Will Gallagher. And so the free throw is no good here for Amherst. Thompson looking for his first points of the night. Missed the first free throw. With 2.16 to go here in the second quarter, it's 39-23, a 16-point lead. For Amherst, and they just do what they do. They just come at you in waves and have a lot of possessions in the basketball game. Second free throw is good. So Thompson in the book as well. Every starter has uh, scored for Amherst, and now Thompson, the first bench points for the Broncos. With it is Harpham. Harpen will cycle through after getting the pass out for Anderson. Anderson's pass stolen away by Adelung. Adelung's going to lay it up and in. Another steal, another layup for Trevor Adelung. And that's about the fourth one of those that Trevor Adelung has had on the game. Jacob Weiler on the dribble. A little hesitation. going to drive, going to flip. Shot no good. And hold the neck out, pulls down the rebound. He'll throw it up ahead here quickly. Now, Adelong has it, kicks it back out for Holden. Holden will fire that three-pointer. Going to be no good. And rebound for Kennesaw. Minute 21 to go. And with it is number 21, Anderson. After he snags the rebound, Austin's on the dribble. will give left side for Snitzler. 
Snitzler working against Eckout is shut off by Eckout. So he'll kick it back and around the perimeter we go. Entry pass now on that right side for Quackenbush, who kicks it back out here for Anderson. Anderson loses the basketball. Kennesaw with the turnover. On the run with it is going to be Trey Taubenheim. And Taubenheim on the way the basket is fouled. I think they're going to give it to Snitzler. And it will be a couple of free throws. And nearly knocked out is the official who wipes his brow in relief. And Snitzler called for his first foul of the game. And again, running out is Trey Tobenheim. And he'll shoot two free throws. Minute eight to go before halftime. That's one and one. My apologies because he missed it. They're going to say the foul was before the drive. Harpham is able to come down with the rebound. And they'll try a quick jumper on that left side. It's going to be no good, but an offensive rebound up and in. Great job cleaning the glass. Philip Quackenbush as he makes the putback. And now the uh, penetration kicks it out for Braden Eckhout. Eckhout gets it down low for Holden, and Holden will score. Holden in the lane for just a second, catches it on the low block, and is able to shoot it over the top of the defender. Here, Holden Eckhout's going to be called for the foul. Snitzler drew the body contact. Holden knew he committed a foul, so he committed a second one to make sure it wasn't an easy bucket because uh, obviously quick enough is Preston Snitzler to put up a second shot there. So Holden Eckhout called for his second foul. And Snitzler to the line for two. And it's good. Snitzler now with four in the game. Austin Anderson off the bench, leading scorer here for the Blue Jays. He's got seven. In for Amherst, Blake Kreitz. And Snitzler will try a second free throw with 33 seconds to go before halftime. And the free throw back the iron and no good. Rebound is no good, and Amherst comes out with it. Tobenheim snagging the bound and actually going to slow it down and work the clock a little bit. Tyson Burr. Not gloating, uh, guarding him close enough to start the five-second count. Now Tobenheim off to a screen. Will drive. Get it on the baseline. Driving is Adelong. Adelong trying to get it out of here for Kreitz. Kreitz, six seconds left. Gives it for Adelong. Adelong skips it. Pass tipped by Burr. And Burr going to be fouled with four seconds to go. So nice job there by Kennesaw. As Amherst wanted to work the clock, but the Kennesaw defense put the clamps on him and forced the turnover. And then, instead of a bust-out, Trey Tobenheim has to commit a foul here. Otherwise, it had been a layup after the steal. Ball inbounded to uh, Snitzler. Snitzler, three-pointer at the buzzer. Going to be a little bit short, and that will do it for the first half. It's 44-26, to 26, an 18-point lead for Amherst. And Kennesaw's played fairly well in this basketball game, but they find themselves down by 18. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this timeout. Kroll Agency and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Nebraska, two names you know and trust. With locations in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden, Kroll Agency has simple health insurance solutions for you, your family, or business. As an independent and authorized producer of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska, Kroll Agency has the individual health insurance or employee group plan you need. Kroll Agency is proud to be a Blue Cross Blue Shield of Nebraska diamond broker. Visit them at Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. 
Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planning the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And welcome back here to Amherst. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. First half belongs to uh, Amherst. They uh, lead this one by a score of 44-26 to 26 at intermission. And again, I think Kennesaw's played fairly well here in the game. One issue for them has been turnovers. Uh, they've turned the ball over 13 times in the game. Most of those have been a steal by Trevor Adelong or someone else. But uh, for the most part, it's been Adelong. I think he's got four steals here in the first half. Each time, he's able to get either to the free throw line, in one case, and has hit uh, three layups. So he's got eight points directly off of the four steals that he's made so far here in the ball game, And uh, that's one reason why Adelong has 13 points at intermission, and Kennesaw finds themselves trailing at 44-26. to 26. Let's uh, check some of the uh, individual numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for the undefeated Blue Devils, who uh, right now don't have any players in double digits just yet. Austin Anderson's leading the way, though. He's got seven points off the bench and a couple of rebounds. Preston Snitzel with four points, four rebounds. Chris Burris with four points, a couple of rebounds. Carson Woodman has four points and six rebounds. Tyson Burr, three points and a rebound. Ryan Denkert has a couple of points. Philip Quackenbush with two points and uh, a rebound. In fact, he made a putback. That's where his points came from. And so right now for uh, Kennesaw, they've got two, four, six, seven guys that have scored points for him here in the first half, but they don't have enough points because Amherst leads it 44-26 to at the intermission. A couple players in double digits here for the Broncos. The undefeated Broncos is Holden Eckhouse leading the way. He's got 14 points and a couple of rebounds. Trevor Adlon with uh, 13 points in the game. Trey Tobenheim with six and uh, one rebound. Braden Eckhout has five points, three rebounds. Peyton Call, five points and nine rebounds unofficially here in the first half. And Riley Thompson, the only non-starter in the book. He's got one point at intermission. But Amherst right now is getting it done. They lead it 44 
226. We want to remind you that, of course, you can listen to all of our games uh, on the air right now at 98.9 FM, but also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And, in fact, all of our games, shortly after we finish broadcasting them, uh, we create a podcast that you'll be able to listen to. Actually, you could go to the game, listen to the game on the way home from the game, if you so desire, and, uh, and also all of our games stream live at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And all of our Internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. Right now, we're at the break, and Amherst is leading Kennesaw 44-26 to at intermission. And we'll get you up on a few other things from around the state and uh, check our score from our sister station, ESPN 1460, as Gretna is in town to take on the Kearney High Bearcats. We'll check that score for you and a whole lot more when we come back to Amherst right after this timeout. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at AceraCare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And welcome back here to the halftime, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Kennesaw has some work to do. They trail at 44-26 here in Amherst. Broncos looking very, very good. And again, just play an up-tempo, pressure style, both offensive, defensive, always moving without the ball on the offensive end, always moving their feet defensively. They're pretty deep. They're very quick. They are an outstanding basketball team, and it's no surprise that they are undefeated on the year. And Kennesaw... Very good team as well. They're also undefeated, but they find themselves trailing it 44-26 to here at intermission. By the way, our sister station, ESPN 1460, having coverage of the Kearney High boys and girls. And uh, the boys did have a six-point lead at halftime against Gretna. Well, now they'll head to the fourth quarter, and Gretna leads Kearney High 41-38 to in the boys' game. In the uh, girls' game, the uh, Lady Dragons with a 57 57- to 54 win over Carney. Gretna very good on both the offense, uh, excuse me, on both the boys and the girls side of things. So uh, even though that game was played at uh, Carney against a class B school, you can play pretty well against Gretna as a class A school and still not pick up the win. Gretna uh, might be one of those rare class B teams that theoretically and we're putting the cart before the horse big time here, but they're good enough they could uh, maybe win class B in both the boys and the girls basketball or at least be in that final four or so. Amherst certainly thinks uh, boys-wise they'd be able to do that in Class C, too. Kennesaw, they're a pretty good basketball team as well, and uh, you know they're, they're a little bit uh, smaller uh, being a Class D1 school, and uh, they're going to be very uh, competitive in Class D1 action as well, and they hope to find some way to kind of tighten things down and not turn the ball over, up, over near as much here in the second half. If they can do that, 
they'll have a shot here against uh, Amherst to make things a little bit more interesting. Right now, Amherst has a 44-26 to lead. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll be back with the third quarter with uh, Amherst leading it, 44-26. to And they'll have the basketball. We come back right after. No, it'll be Kennesaw ball. We come back right after this. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue. Welcome back here to Amherst. And again, Kennesaw just needs to find some way to kind of take better care of the basketball here in the second half. That would be their seeds to success. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Where it can grow is term for the latest weather, market updates, economy information, and the most out of every acre. That's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com on your smartphone. Seeds to success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer and Craig Weegis. Kennesaw with the basketball. They work it down low, and we're going to have a hold here called on Amherst early on as that'll be the first foul of the game here for Braden Eckhout. Ball uh, is uh, thrown in here. Down low for Woodman. Woodman will kick it out and starting his drive is Tyson Burr and Burr is going to be called for the turnover. Again, that's what they want to avoid. Kennesaw is actually out-rebounding Amherst 19-17 to but again, Amherst uh, shooting the ball very, very effectively, 18-34 unofficially in the first half. Here they're going to try a three-pointer on that left side. Eckhout's going to be a little bit short with it. Kennesaw is able to snag the bound. Dribbling out is Harpham. Harpham, after getting the bound, gets it up ahead here for Snitzler. Snitzler, a little floater. That's going to be an air ball. Well short, rebounded by uh, Adelong. Adelong gives it up ahead for Tobenheim. They get it down low for Peyton Call. They work it back around the perimeter again. The uh, miss, and Kennesaw is able to pull down the rebound. Tyson Burr going up for that rebound. Now on the right side, it's Harpham. Harpham facing some pressure there by Trey Tobenheim, and a five-second closely guarded call. As good defense there for Trey Tobenheim as he was all over and didn't commit the foul. A couple times he just put his hands up. Like he was being arrested by the cops or something, wanted to make sure that they weren't called for a reach there in that five-second closely guarded call. Braden Eckhout off a screen gives it to Holden. Holden gives it to Adelong. Adelong pass down low, reverse layup. Good for Braden Eckhout, and he's fouled. Got on that baseline, drove underneath the glass, used it to shield himself from the defense, laid it up underneath. And was hit on the arm by Preston Snitzler. Snitzler's second foul and a three-point play opportunity here for Braden Eckhout. Eckhout's free throw is up and good. 47-26. Six and a half to go in the third quarter. 
And a little bit of uh, zone press here for Amherst. They break it by getting it up ahead to Woodman in the offensive end. Burr will back out against Eckout. Holden will pressure the ball. Now Gallagher has it. Gallagher dribbles down low. Nice entry pass. The shot's no good. And then going over the back is Trey Taubenheim trying to get the rebound. That's going to be his third. So Tobenheim with three fouls will come out. Riley Thompson will check in for him. And on the baseline, Kennesaw to inbound it, trying to get it to Woodman. It's knocked away by one of the Broncos and back out of bounds. So we'll just do this again. Snitzler is the one tossing in on the baseline. Off of a screen, there's Harpham. He gets the inbounds, gives it to Burr. Left side for Snitzler. Snitzler looking inside for Woodman. Woodman, low block, shot, no good. And a foul going to be called on Peyton Call. That's going to be his second. And again, if you don't bring your hand down there, you're probably not going to get the foul call because uh, Call actually was in good position. But brought the hand down, and you're going to get that call nine times out of ten. Well, 99 out of 100 probably. The free throw is up and no good for Woodman. So a 6.06 to go in the third quarter. It remains 47-26. We're here in Amherst. Kennesaw's girls won comfortably in the uh, girls' game. Free throw is going to be no good. Rebound taken out by Amherst. They're on the run. They get up ahead to Adelung. Rebound by Braden Eckout. And uh, backing in is Peyton Call. Call thought Holden Eckout had moved into that corner, and he threw it blindly over there, and he wasn't there. So looks bad. But they played together so long, they kind of anticipate what everybody else is going to do and, and try a lot of that blind stuff. A pass through the lane here is going to go off the hands of Carson Woodman and out of bounds. And again, that's a turnover, but that one's different than a lot because it doesn't turn into a layup. And had Woodman been able to make that catch after that bounce pass, he would have had a, a layup. So you don't mind risking the ball if it's going to have a reward like that. Call kicks left side for Adelung. Around the perimeter we go, five and a half to go. Third quarter, and directing traffic here is going to be Peyton Call. Gives it back out for Thompson. Adelong has it, working against pressure by Burr. Entry pass in the lane for Holden. Holden shot over the top of Woodman, no good. Offensive rebound somehow finds Peyton, and uh, he can't get the shot to fall for Amherst. So a couple of opportunities here for Amherst, but they can't come up with it. As Peyton Call had it uh, point blank. Until it was rebounded out of there by Harper. Entry pass inside for Woodman. Woodman puts up a bucket. It rolls around in, and he's fouled. They cleared out the lane for Woodman, and Woodman stepped into that lane, was able to uh, post up nicely and collect the foul against Peyton Call. That's going to be his third. So Woodman, after making the bucket, will try to make the free throw for the three-point play. And he does. 47-29 inside of five minutes to go here in the third quarter. Crossing over a little bit. It's going to be Braden neck out. Back out here for Riley Thompson. Top of the circle. They get it up for Blake Kreitz. Kreitz will fire the three. No good. And we've got a foul on the rebound. 
That's going to be a little uh, reach here on Preston Snitzler. That's going to be his third. So he'll come out of the ball game for at least a little while here and a little bit of foul trouble as Austin Anderson checks in. And they'll lob it in the top of the circle here. Holden Eckhout's going to drive. Shot's no good. And Kennesaw pulls down the rebound. Woodman goes up high for the rebound. And off the screen with it is Burr. Burr facing man-to-man, will drive, has the ball knocked away by Adelung, but it's loose and picked up by Harpham. Harpham with a quick little jumper, no good. Woodman tries to put back, it won't fall. Ball's on the ground, Burr keeping it alive. It'll roll out to Kennesaw, and Kennesaw's going to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 4.14 to go here, third quarter. It's 47-29. Amherst with the lead, Kennesaw inbounds. We come back after this. This is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. And by the way, this timeout is also brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. They inbound the basketball to Jacob Weiler. Weiler kicks it in the corner. Open for three is Anderson. Anderson's three is uh, off the mark. And uh, coming up with the uh, rebound and slowing it down is going to be Riley Thompson. Thompson gives it off left side and Crates will drain the three-pointer. And Blake Kreitz drains that three-pointer. Apologize for missing his name. And we're going to have a reach or a timeout. Timeout for Kennesaw. Midway through the uh, third quarter. Full timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 50-29 Amherst with the lead. We'll be back right after this Kennesaw timeout. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, When you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Back here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth, Kennesaw inbounds the basketball down by 21. They'll lob it down low for Woodman. Woodman's going to take it high off glass, no good. Missed the uh, shot on the putback. There's a foul. As Carson Woodman pulled down the rebound, but then is uh, hit on the arm, and will shoot a couple of free throws. And for uh, Holden Eckhout, that's going to be his third foul. 
That's one thing about the aggressive style of both offensive and defensive play for Amherst. They can jump up and bite them is they can get some of their better players in foul trouble. Woodman does make the free throw. So Carson Woodman now with eight points and nine rebounds on the game. He takes his time, and that second free throw is going to be no good. And uh, rebounding for Amherst is going to be Dakota Abbott. Spinning in the lane here, Braden Eck out, and he takes it hard to the glass. Going to be no good. Kennesaw pulls down the rebound. They're facing some pressure, but a nice pass there by Anderson after the rebound to outlet it. So here comes Harpham. Harpham gives it off on the left side for Weiler. In the lane for Woodman. Kicks it out top of the circle. Three-pointer for Anderson is going to be no good. And rebound by Amherst. Again, another nice rebound there by Dakota Abbott. Off the screen, a little penetration here by Amherst. They'll kick it out for Eckout, and Eckout drains the three. Braden Eckout drains the three-pointer. He's got 11 in the game. And now Adelung forces the turnover. He'll drive around the defense, miss the layup, and it's going to be pulled out of there by Kennesaw. So another Kennesaw turnover, but that time it doesn't turn into points, and a long pass up ahead for Woodman. And Woodman, on his way to the basket, is fouled. I think it's before the shot. And that'll be a uh, block here on Blake Kreitz. That'll be his first. And now sixth as a team against Amherst with 2.38 to go in the third. Here in the second half. Snitzler is going to lob it in the lane here for Burris. Burris jumper no good. And another rebound by Abbott. So Abbott snags another bound. He gets the ball back. He's going to fire a three, and he hits it. Nice job there by Dakota Abbott, draining the three-pointer in transition. That's his first three points of the night. Pressure put on the ball. With it is Weiler. Throws it up up ahead here for Snitzler. Snitzler's across the timeline. Gives it to Weiler. Right wing Burr. Burr can dribble if he wants to and does. He'll lob it in the corner. Open for three is Weiler and has it shot blocked by Dakota Abbott. And it's going to go out of bounds off of Kennesaw. I thought he was open, but Abbott with those long arms. And a 6-2 frame quick enough to get there. Nice job there by Dakota Abbott. He's played well being out there. Trevor Adelong kicks left side. And another three-pointer. Good for Braden Eckout. Braden Eckout starting to feel it now. And he's got 14 in the game, and we're going to have a hand-check foul called against Amherst. Riley Thompson, his first foul of the game. And now we'll go to the line for a one-and-one because that's now 17 fouls on the home team. So Bird to the line for the front end of a one-and-one. With a minute 36 to go. Here in the third quarter, it is 59-30. to The free throw is no good. And uh, Kreitz pulls down the rebound. Kreitz helps kick it up ahead here for Eckhout. Eckhout losing the ball, puts up a tough shot. It's off the mark. Rebounded by Kennesaw. They're on the run. With it here is going to be Anderson. Anderson gets in the lane for Burris. Burris kicks it back out to Burr. Burr's going to fire a three. That three-pointer is going to be no good. 
And uh, rebounded momentarily, but then picked up by Amherst. Loose ball eventually found its way over for Riley Thompson. And now Adelong's going to work the clock a little bit. Exactly one minute to go here in the fourth quarter. They clear the lane for him. He dribbles behind his back, shoots from the free throw line. It, no good. And rebounded by Kennesaw. Nice job bounding there by Burris. They give it to Snitzler. Snitzler loses the ball. Adelong with the steal. Adelong in traffic. Will lay it up. Off glass. No good. And a uh, foul. Kind of a harder foul than what Keaton Harpham wanted to do. And Harpham pats Adelong on the back and say, you all right? Buddy, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. As he was just playing good, solid defense. And Adelong says, yeah, I'm okay. Wish I would have made the layup. But he was fouled pretty hard, so that was a tough layup. The uh, free throw is good for Adelong, as is often the case. So he makes the first of two, and now makes the second as well. And for Adelong, that's now 15 points. Checking in here is going to be Caleb Weiler. So ball inbounded here for Anderson. Anderson throws up ahead for Tyson Burr. Back out for Keaton Harpham. Harpham working against Adelong. They try to double team, but they pass through. Anderson gave it away, gets it back. He's got top of the circle. Gives it right side for Burr. 26 to go in the third. With it is Keaton Harpham. Harpham gives it off right side for Caleb Weiler. Left side for Anderson. Entered inside for Burris, and it's going to be deflected by the Broncos and out of bounds with 13.7 to go. At the end of the Kennesaw bench, Blue Devils Lynn bound on the baseline. They give it for Tyson Burr near midcourt. Right side for Harpham. In the lane, driving through off glass. Good for Chris Burris. So Burris hits the shot. Time running out. One second left. Here's Eckout from near midcourt. And Braden Eckout, strong enough to shoot that one with form, just from the edge of the center jump circle. But it's a little bit off the mark, long enough, but off the mark. And it's 61-32 as we'll head to the fourth quarter. Amherst with the lead. We come back for the fourth right after this timeout. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and bulk fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. And welcome back here to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth in Amherst. 61-32, Amherst in control as they have the basketball. By the way, on our sister station, ESPN 1460, they're heading to overtime. Gretna and Carney tied at 50. Off the inbounds play, Braden Eckhout's going to fire a three-pointer. It's going to be short and rebounded by Kennesaw. Coming out with a bound there is going to be Anderson, and they'll throw in that left side. 
Kate Gallagher works it around, giving it right wing here for Anderson. Anderson throws it in the corner. Three-pointer good for Burr. Great ball movement there for Kennesaw, and Kennesaw drains the three-pointer. So dribbling here is Adelong. Adelong bounce pass on the baseline for Peyton Call. Call in a little trouble. Kicks out here for Braden. And Braden will help work it around. They lob it in the lane for Holden. Holden splits the defense, pivots, and scores. He caught the ball and was able to keep the defender in his back pocket, and Holden Eckhout now has 16 in the game. Give his uh, older brother the assist. Harpham, right wing, giving it to Burr. Between the circles, they give it off here for Austin Anderson. Left wing, Gallagher. Gallagher gets the ball down low. Kennesaw tries to kick it back out, and it's going to be intercepted. Turnover here. So Taubenheim was going to kick it out to Adelong. Adelong, ball fake. He's going to fire a uh, three-pointer. It's no good. Offensive rebound on that outside for Trey Taubenheim. And Taubenheim tries to go in for the uh, drive. Well, he runs into the defense, and he's going to be called for the charge. So he's called for the charge. They're going to wipe up the sweat there. I believe that was uh, yeah, it was Austin Anderson who stepped in there and made the play. Nice job there. 63-35, 6.43 to go here in the ballgame, at least in regulation. Who knows? Maybe they'll go to overtime like uh, we got going on right now on ESPN Radio. Don't forget the Saints and Lions at the conclusion on ESPN 1460. Pass tip, picked up by Adelong, and then Adelong's fire. Fi- fi- Fouled right away by Preston Snitzler, and Snitzler gets to do that only one more time today because that is his fourth foul with 6.31 to go. And again, another Kennesaw turnover. Tobenheim gives it off your right side for call. Out for Braden out, and we've got a, a hold, and I think that might be on Snitzler. Yeah, it is. It's on Preston Snitzler away from the ball. Going to be called for a hold, and it's fouled out of the ball game with 6.20 to go. We'll get a nice round of applause here from the Kennesaw faithful and taking his time, making the decision. Who to send in is Jack Enrum, and uh, he'll put Denkert back out there. Ryan Denkert will come in. And Eckhout will inbound the basketball. Braden with the toss in. Backing in is going to be Holden Eckhout. Holden post up on the high block there against Carson Woodman. And they'll give it back out here for Trey Tobenheim. On the backside, they get it to call. Out for Adelung. Entry pass inside for Holden. Holden, turnaround jumper, no good. But Woodman's going to be called for the foul. Nice job there by holding that count, dancing in and out of the lane, got the ball in there, and Woodman, again, moved his feet pretty well, but just got him on the arm. And that count shoots the first to two. It's good. 64-35. And the second free throw is also good. So a 30-point lead now for Amherst. 65-35. Weiler on the right side for Anderson. Top of the circle, they get it for Woodman. 
Woodman's going to drive in traffic, runs into a couple of different eckouts there. <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to give a foul here to Braden. Yep, that'll be on Braden. That's his second. And Carson Woodman to the line to shoot a couple. Again, this Kennesaw team, they're going to win their fair share of ball games. They're undefeated coming into tonight. But Amherst has just kind of worn them down. Eckhart will check out of the game. In for him is going to be Blake Kreitz. So Woodman takes his time at the line. Free throw is going to be short. So he misses both of them. Long outlet pass is going to set up Adelong, and Adelong running the court is going to get the uh, easy bucket. So Kreitz with the uh, rebound and the quick outlet up court. Woodman, top of the circle, stops at the elbow. Little floater, no good. Oh, it rattled in. Nice job there by Woodman. Good shooter's touch by Woodman. Looked short, but then went high, rolled around the rim and in. Penetration here by Trey Tobenheim, and he's going to get a little floater that rolls around. That's good for Tobenheim. Tobenheim with eight. Call with five. The other starters each have double digits, and here Holden Eckhout makes the steal, goes in for the layup, and hangs on the rim and in. Holden Eckhout now has 20 in the game after another Kennesaw turnover. Nice steal there by Holden Eckhout down the sideline. Lob pass in the lane, trying to track it down as Carson Woodman. Now he'll lob it down low. Great catch and ball fake at the same time, and Will Gallagher will score. Woodman with great soft pass there to set up Gallagher. And on that left side, just getting started, Peyton Call is going to be called for the travel. So that's going to be a turnover on him. In for the Devils, going to be uh, Chris Burris. He's got six points and a couple of rebounds. Denkert playing catch right now with Burr. And uh, Burr can't get the pass to him as Denkert has it blocked. Now he'll drive, puts up the shot. It's going to be blocked, picked up by Amherst. Amherst on the run, and Adelung is going to slow things down a little bit. Now he finds a little seam and will cut through there and score. Kind of V-cutted with the basketball and kind of lulled uh, Kennesaw to sleep. You can't do that against Trevor Adelong. He'll find that seam. Top of the circle with it, Weiler. Ball fake by Denkert, and it's going to be kicked by Adelong. Goes out of bounds, but they called the kick even before it went out of bounds. Checking in here is going to be Caleb Weiler. And I think Jacob's going to come out of the game. And wholesale substitutions here for the Broncos. We'll try to get those for you. Call stays out there. Riley Thompson as well. Burr on that left side for Kennesaw. Fires a three-pointer. No good. Offensive rebound up and in. Good work there by Burris making the putback. And now Kreitz, he's going to fire a three-pointer. That's going to be no good. And here comes Kennesaw after snagging the rebound. They get it up ahead. Tough layup in traffic there for Burris. Won't fall. And we've got a foul on the rebound near midcourt. 
And the foul is going to be on Peyton Call. That's going to be his fourth. But up by 32, they're not going to worry about uh, the fact that he's picked up four fouls. He's probably going to come out of the game. That's now 10 as a team against Amherst here in the second half. So to go to the line to shoot two will be Keaton Harpin, and Harpin's free throw is no good. So he misses the free throw. Kennesaw not helping themselves from the line. They are now 4 of 14 from the line. Amherst is 10 of 12. And the second free throw is up and good. So 73-42, Amherst with the lead and the basketball. Dribbling here is uh, Taylor Killen. Killen kicks it out here for Riley Thompson. Thompson going to cross over in the lane. Now we'll kick it right back out for Blake Kreitz. Kreitz hands it off here for Taylor Killen. Right wing for Riley Thompson. Thompson's going to drive that baseline shot. Going to be no good. The rebound goes out of bounds. And last touch by Bronco. Dankert checking back in here for the Blue Devils. So it's Dakota Abbott, Evan Palmer, Riley Thompson, Taylor Killen, and Blake Kreitz out there for Amherst at the moment. Caleb Weiler. Gives the ball off right side here for Ryan Denkert for Kennesaw. And a little drive in underneath, up and good for Philip Quackenbush. So nice pass to set up Quackenbush for the bucket. 2.38 to go. And don't forget all of our games stream live on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule the campus visit. Drive on that left side, no good, and it's rebounded by Quackenbush. But unfortunately for Kennesaw, facing some pressure over there, Riley Thompson is able to create a turnover as Ryan Denkert tried to pass the ball but had it pinned to his hip by good hands there, and he took an extra step, and there'll be a turnover. Colin Jackson and Chase Pearson going to check in here for the Broncos. And again, Sofian Mujelig, I'm not sure if I got that right, exchange student from the Netherlands, not playing because of an injury. That is our new West, our, uh, excuse me, our uh, injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. Quick little jumper, rebounded by Kennesaw. They bring it in the offensive end. Off the screen, top of the circle. With it is Ben Hurtado. And they'll give it off here for Weiler. Weiler's going to fire a long two. No good. And it's uh, out of bounds. It'll belong to Kennesaw. I don't think they called the foul there. No, they looking to see if somebody wanted to sub in. As Chris Burris is going to come out. He kind of got hit in the back there just a little bit. I think he's going to be okay. And again, an injury report from Family Physical Therapy. And Sports Center. Well, ball fake right side. Long deuce by Denkert. No good. And rebounded by Amherst. Snagging the bound there is Jackson. Jackson will help kick it left side here for Palmer. Palmer's three-pointer off the mark. It goes out of bounds. And with a minute 34 to go, Kennesaw gets possession of the ball back. They are down by 29 with a minute 29 to go. 73-44. 
Lob in the lane, a little bit too high. Quackenbush has to go off of his hands. It was not Quackenbush's fault. Just that entry pass as he was covered down low, too high, and that'll be another Kennesaw turnover. So Grant Bergstrom into the ball game, brings it in the offensive end. He'll give it off here for Pearson. Pearson for Trevor Lockhorn. He'll kick it out. Ball is deflected. Amherst turns the ball over, and here comes Kennesaw. Dribbling here is Anderson. Austin Anderson gives left side for Dankert. Back to Anderson. Anderson, 15-foot away. Won't fall. And rebound ripped out by the Broncos. That was Bergstrom who snags the bound. He'll get the ball out here for Pearson. Pearson gets a screen from the elbow, and now we'll flip it back out for Bergstrom. Bergstrom's pass going to be intercepted. Nice job there by Anderson. And Anderson weaves his way with 40 seconds to go across the timeline. Gives it off here for Dankert. Dankert working against Jackson. Put up a jumper, and it's going to be short. And uh, coming up with the rebound is going to be Amherst. After snagging the bound, getting the ball back here is Evan Palmer. He'll give it off right wing for Jackson. Jackson right side for Trevor Lockhorn. 19 seconds left. Ball back out here for Bergstrom. Bergstrom, a little crossover. Gives it off here, left wing for Pearson. Pearson on the bounce. Gets a screen. Goes right side. Gives it now left side here for Colin Jackson. Six seconds left. Not sure Jackson or anybody else is going to put up a shot. Bergstrom has it. He will shoot the three at the buzzer. It's off the mark. And that will do it. Your final in this one, 73-44 as Kennesaw. No match for Amherst tonight, but the Kennesaw girls did win comfortably this evening. Uh, they looked very good, winning at 60-27. to Our second game won by Amherst, a final of 73-44. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Coming up right after this timeout. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest Hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. And welcome back here to Amherst as the Broncos win it comfortably over Kennesaw in boys basketball. A battle of undefeated teams coming in, and Amherst wins it a final of 73-44. to uh, 44. And you're listening to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kennesaw came in at uh, 5-0, and so they're now 5-1 and on the year. And, of course, remaining undefeated is the Amherst Broncos, as Amherst is now 7-0 and on the season. Both these two teams will not play again until after Christmas. It will be during the, uh, the, the midwinter break, the Christmas break for school. School won't be in session as they get together for their respective holiday tournaments. Kennesaw will play at the Wilcox-Hildreth Holiday Tournament, and Amherst will be part of the amherst Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament, which is actually played in Carney Catholic uh, this year. Again, Amherst with a 73-44 win over Kennesaw in uh, boys' basketball, and the girls' game was won earlier tonight by Kennesaw, 60-27. to And we do have a uh, final on our sister station, ESPN 1460. It was Gretna 64, Kearney 62 in Kearney in overtime. So the Dragons win by two at Kearney in overtime. They have the doubleheader sweep because the girls won a tight game, winning by three over the Lady Bearcats earlier tonight as well. Let's uh, check some of the numbers that we have for you uh, in this game. We'll begin, first of all, for Kennesaw as uh, they did get uh, 10 points from Carson Woodman. Woodman had a solid effort. He had 10 points, and I had him with nine rebounds. So real close to a double-double here tonight, 10 points, nine rebounds. Chris Burris with eight points and five rebounds. Austin Anderson, seven points, four rebounds. Tyson Burr with six points and three rebounds. Preston Snitzler found out of the game midway through the fourth quarter. He finished with uh, four points and four rebounds. Philip Quackenbush had four points and a couple of rebounds. Ryan Denkert with two points, Will Gallagher with two, and uh, Keaton Harpin with one point in the game. Unofficially, I had them 18 of 51 from the field, so they shot about 35% overall. They were 3 of 16 from behind the arc in three-point range, so they shot about 19% shooting threes, and they only shot 33% from the free-throw line. They were 5 of 13 from the line. And again, one of the other numbers that was crucial for them is uh, the number of turnovers they had. Not only did they have a large number of turnovers, but also many of those turned into layups on the other side of the, uh, the uh, court. And I'm looking to find my uh, turnover number here. Uh, but again, Kennesaw uh, loses here in Amherst, a final of 73-44, to 44, and they turned the ball over 23 times so far, I mean, during the game. And so Amherst, their first loss of the year. They're now 5-1. and one. It's going to be Kennesaw now 5-1 and one after losing here in Amherst. And Amherst really did what they wanted to do, and that is pressure the basketball, play this game at their pace, and they finished with three players in double digits, uh, led by Holden Eckhout. Holden 
with uh, 20 points in the game. I also had him with a, a couple of rebounds. Had a little bit of foul trouble that probably took away a little bit of his uh, playing time, but Holden finished with 20 points in the game. Trevor Adelung with uh, 19. Many of those coming after steals where he got the layup. Braden Eckhout finished with uh, 14 points. Trey Tobenheim with eight. Peyton Call with five. Uh, Blake Kreitz with three. Dakota Abbott with three. Riley Thompson with one. And again, unofficially, uh, great job defensively uh, forcing those turnovers uh, and uh, setting up their offense were the Amherst Broncos. And kind enough to join us to talk about it, Bill Giffen, head basketball coach here at Amherst. And yeah, that that's that's what you guys are trying to do. That's exactly the model of success for you guys, isn't it? In terms of how the pace you were able to play and the and the the turnovers that you were able to create. Yeah, that's that's we want to maintain that that fast pace. Uh, we're not the tallest uh, team around for sure, and 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 uh, with what we have, that's that's what we need. How we need to play. And I really thought you got a lot of success from uh, some role players. So uh, your your bench also played very well defensively i mean defensively you didn't lose a whole lot uh when those guys came in because they forced some turnovers too yeah we expect you know we've been asking them to do more and especially the the kids will be around next year you know you you uh, it's never too early to to point them towards uh you know down the road and they need to step up and and uh, getting them to do all the fundamental things communicating on defense seems to be the toughest one with that with that uh, JV group, but uh, they've been playing pretty well. They're undefeated in JV, and now you need to have them step up to the next uh, next level, like I like, like to say a lot. And uh, yeah, they they're responding. Yeah. You got 34 points from the the, the Eckhout brothers, and they, you know, and again, I was going to say they pass the ball so well amongst each other, but you know what? The whole team does. I mean, these guys have played together so long that there was one or two turnovers where. They looked at each other like going, I thought, because nine times out of a ten you do this and stuff. I mean, they, they almost are able to pass the ball without seeing where the other guy's at most of the time because they know each other so well. Yeah, that's uh, through all the sports they played together and all the years, and, and uh, they do they do know, know each other well. I think I remember a pass that maybe uh, Peyton threw. Of course, he's, yep. he was, he was around in, in elementary, and then he departed from Mullen for a while, and now he's back for for his senior year. They always year. come back. They and, always come back. And we're, we're glad to have him because he brings a lot to the table there. It's, it's, it's nice to have him. Yeah, and that's really kind of one of them that I was kind of thinking of. I think he was trying to kick it back out for Braden. And, uh, you know, Braden finished with 14. Holden had 20. Trevor had 19. But, again, how many of those 19 were created, either a direct layup or a three-point play, after the steal and then uh, running out the floor. Yeah, I, you know, as a, as, a, as a basketball player, I would hate to, and I'm not, but I hate to play against Trevor because he really, really would frustrate you. He's always got the quick hands and, and kind of decept, deceptive moves that will lull you to sleep, and then he'll pick the pocket, and, and we're, we're glad he's on our side. Uh, Bill Giffen, kind enough to join us here from Amherst as the uh, Broncos are able to win this one uh, very comfortably at home, 73-44. to 44. And another thing that I know you guys like to do that, but you had a tremendous amount of success with the quick run out, whether it be a, a defensive run, uh, a rebound, or, or even after a made basket, you guys got the ball up very quickly and got some layups down there as well. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what we have to do to make a difference, make or miss. You just get it up, and, and uh, the less amount of time you're dribbling, the better. I mean, you just uh, that ball never hits the floor on a good break, and... and uh, that's that's what we try to do. Uh, Coach Adelung was pretty adamant about that, of, of getting that ball up, and so he's kind of our fast break leader there as far as 
Burns getting them to go there and always challenging to make that, that first pass and, and get her going. And your shooting numbers were very, very good. Uh, from behind the arc, you were 7 of 27. You know, that's, that's solid. It's not outstanding, but it's solid. And uh, shooting two points, uh, 21 of 33. And, again, great shot selection. Many of those were layups as well. But when you guys got into the half-court set, too, you moved so well without the basketball that you had some nice looks there as well. I, I don't remember you guys really taking a truly bad shot all night tonight, really. Yeah, I think for the most part, you know, <laughs> probably the worst shot, shot we took was, and it's not a really bad shot, Dakota Abbott, our uh, prior tallest player, took a three, you know. And I'm going, no, that's not what we want. But then he cans it. So, but you know, like I've told, he's he's kind of he's been a perimeter player most of his younger years, and and that now he's grew quite a little bit, so he's got to shift gears. And we're not going to stick him on the inside all the time because you, you like those the stretch fours and, and that that can that can do a lot of things. But but still, with, with his height, we need him inside most, and and uh, we got a lot of outside shooters. But but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, he, him, and, and some of our younger kids uh, learning their roles when they're out there with the with the older bunch is 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 what we're working on. Well, what's next up for you is the the holiday tournament, the Carney Catholic uh, Amherst Holiday Tournament, which I believe is played in Carney Catholic uh, this yes. year. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, about the the wins, the wears, and uh, first round against St. Pat's, I believe. Yeah, correct? we play uh, maybe Tuesday week from tomorrow afternoon, about three three thirty. I guess I check my schedule. Yeah, so what do you know about it. the Irish? But uh, very good. You know, they're well coached, uh, pretty uh, uh, disciplined in what they do offensively. That caused some problems with uh, us playing them in the past and run a lot of flex screens and a lot of curls and. And such, so it makes you have to be very disciplined defensively, communicating, and, and all that. Uh, uh, they're they're a very good team. I think they have one loss against Gothenburg, which is a pretty solid uh, C1 team. So yeah, we'll have our hands full. All right. Well, keep it going, Bill. Appreciate yeah. the time. Thank you for covering us. All right, Bill Giffen, head boys basketball coach here in Amherst. They win it comfortably, 73 to 44. We're going to take a quick break and hopefully have a chance to talk with uh, the head coach of Kennesaw. We'll talk with Jack right after this timeout. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Heartland Bank's history is embedded with the stories of many families. After all, we've been here as family farms and businesses have passed from one generation to another. Throughout the years, we've tried to demonstrate an involvement in the community that goes beyond the dollars and cents of banking. This history is testimony to our commitment to the economic, cultural, and social development of the communities we serve. Heartland Bank is a proud supporter of the area teams with a location near you. Heartland Bank, member FDIC. And welcome back here to Amherst as the Broncos win 73-44 to over Kennesaw. Kind enough to join us is Jack Ainroom, the head coach here for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. And we were kind of talking before we got on the air. You, you, played a, you guys played a great basketball team tonight. Yeah, we did. They, they shot the ball. They defend well. Uh, they get their, the tempo going the way they want it. I knew if they did that, we were going to be in trouble. And we kind of got them slowed down a little bit there for a while in that second quarter where we got it within 11 again. 
And then we kind of got a little tired, started making some poor decisions, and they, they just do it. You make a mistake, they make you pay for it. And, and when it comes to that pace, if you fall behind, you, you yeah. got to come back, so you got to kind of pick up the pace to do that. And, and, you know, and then once they get that momentum, that snowball really kind of builds on you. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened. We, just, we had some younger kids in there a little bit, and they're a little inex- inexperienced. And, uh, you know, they do a good job of putting pressure on the wing a little bit, and we tried to throw a couple cross-court passes, and they just picked them off, and it kind of snowballed on us a little bit. Well, that's one of those things, uh, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. I mean, there's some real lessons there. Because at some key points, you have some young players. Yeah. They, they will have learned a lesson tonight. Yeah, especially late in that third quarter. I think we had a freshman and four, three sophomores out there. And uh, it's a whole different ball game when the speed is the way it is. And, they, you know, they have to make a decision a lot faster. And, but they'll learn from it. They'll come back. They'll get better. Hopefully this game will make us better down the road. We've got some good teams play, to play yet. So uh, hopefully we can get better from it. When you get in the half-court set, you had a fair amount of success. Uh, Carson finished with uh, 10 points for you. Chris had eight coming off the bench. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're able, when you got in the half-court set, you guys were able to get some nice things done. And, and, again, your two big post players had nice games. Yeah, they played well. They rebounded the ball really well, especially in that first half. I thought we did a nice job only giving them one shot uh, quite a few times, and that, that's kind of key for us because they shoot the ball outside, you get a long rebound, and then it breaks your defense down. And I thought we did a pretty good job only giving them one rebound. So. And Austin Anderson, a nice spark off the bench, finishing with seven, and, and again, played some good defense and, and had a couple of assists and stuff in there too. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty basketball-savvy kid. He's pretty smart about things to do to help on defense and so forth, and he kind of prides himself on shooting the three, but it just wasn't there tonight. I don't know if it was some weak legs or what, but he did a lot of other nice stuff for it. Has a couple assists, so yeah, he, he's he's coming along. He's a nice kid to bring off the bench right now for yeah. us. Yeah, and, and we talked about that too very briefly before we got on the air. Just the, their depth and they the, the pace that they play. Yeah, they do wear teams down because they just are always able to come out and play pressure both offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was worried about that coming in. We spent a lot of time on press breaks and. Half court one three one press break and we did a. I was really happy with the effort we did tonight. Some of our younger kids, you know, you you get a little bit uh, in a hurry, but uh, I thought our older kids did a really nice job against the press all night long. It really didn't affect us too much. It just got us a little bit in their tempo of the game sometimes. But we didn't turn it over a whole lot. I don't think against their press. It was mostly in the half court. Yeah. Yeah, got you know, pocket picked, and, and again, it turned into yep. points on the other side. Uh, Jack, talk a little bit about uh, you're in the Wilcox-Hildreth uh, Holiday uh-huh. Tournament. Talk a little bit about uh, when and where and who you play first round. Well, we play Hampton first round. I don't know much about them. Uh, I know they haven't won a lot of games, but they they had a freshman kid last year that I think he had 24-26 against us, and uh, they had a, another kid that was a sophomore. So they've got some kids, if we're not ready to play, you know, and they're in the same boat as everybody you know we can't play here for five days because of the moratorium and gives your kids a little break and stuff so we'll come back on that monday without any practice and play but we'll have a shoot around in the morning and hopefully we'll be ready to go i got some older kids that have been through it before so they know what to expect yeah well and it's always kind of nice to have the time off but boy you get a little rusty that first game but yeah you know you got you guys will be okay this was uh this was a tough matchup tonight oh yeah i i knew coming in we'd have to play extremely well and we'd have to get a few breaks and you know even with that, they're a pretty good basketball team. They just shoot the ball so well. You got to score with them, and I knew we couldn't probably do that. So, uh, you just took took our lumps a little bit, but we'll we'll grow from it. I hope so. 
Well, Jack, hey, have a Merry Christmas. All Appreciate right, you too. Thank you. Jack Ainer, the head basketball coach for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. They uh, did fall here tonight to Kennesaw 73-44. to The Kennesaw girls won comfortably uh, tonight 60-27 to against uh, Amherst. And uh, I'm Randy Bushcutter for our engineer, Stacy Johns, back in the studio, and all of us at Platte River Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. We'll be back after the Christmas break with more high school basketball. Join us then. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.